Alright guys, for this episode of Nerfix, this is going to be something a little bit special as we're going to be doing a Flashback Friday episode of something that either many of you would remember from back in your childhoods or something that would be a blast from the past that some would remember but basically was, some, was a bit blurry that might be something that's a bit of a refresher. Because this is something very interesting that I wanted to talk about for quite some time. This is much more of this episode of the Nerdfix today. Hi guys, I'm Jay with the Nerdfix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode, I'm going to be counting down ten. I'm going to be counting down my top five favorite episodes from my childhood TV show, Hamtaro. So for those of you who are fans of Hamtaro out there, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. Let's get into it. As I have mentioned previously in the introduction, this episode is going to be talking about my top five favorite episodes from the TV series Hamtaro. And for anybody who has remembered the series Hamtaro, yeah, this was one of my all-time favorite TV shows growing up when I was a little kid. And for anybody who has remembered this series, anybody would remember this theme song. Not even mentioning of how catchy it can be when it pops into our minds every once in a while. Not to mention, with the theme song itself, this song itself literally spells out the characters in the series that we still remember to this day. That, even for myself, I still remember it to this day, even when I'm about to push 30. Uh, this really brings back so many memories. But enough of reminiscing the uh, past. As I've mentioned before, this episode is going to be talking about my top five favorite episodes from my favorite TV show, Hamtaro. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Starting with number five. Number five would have to be the following. number five would be Let's Dance Sandy. So for this episode, I really love this one because this basically focused on much about Sandy. So this episode started with Sandy practicing her rhythmic gymnastics routine and she began singing a song that is basically one that I still remember to this day. And for anybody that doesn't know what the song is, I might as well give a little refresher of what this one is. 
But as she sings the song, she trips and falls, and a ham ham who comes by would be Maxwell, whom she develops a crush on. And throughout this entire episode, she basically has this huge crush on Maxwell, and every and all the ham hams are getting ready for the sunflower seed harvest festival. The girls are getting are preparing for their rhythmic gymnastics routine, while the male ham hams are preparing for their rendition of ham of Hamlet. And while Hamtaro tries to head back to the head back to the clubhouse. He is stopped by the girls where Sandy needed help to try to confess her feelings to Maxwell. But he tries to go. As he tries to head back, he is made to be part of the stage crew to help out with the set. He tries to tell Maxwell Sandy's feelings, but the first attempt, he fails. Now the Sunflower Seed Harvest Festival begins, and things go well. He's backstage with Maxwell, and this is when it's a perfect opportunity he finally is able to tell Maxwell about Sandy's feelings for, for him. Well, he is a bit flustered, and it's so hard for him as he's trying so hard to tell him. But then finally, he spills it to Maxwell, which, lo and behold, Maxwell also has feelings for Sandy. And the one thing I really love about the episode is... We got to see that the first ham-ham couple in the series, this being Maxwell and Sandy. And honestly, this is probably one of my favorite couples in Hamtaro when I was a little kid. Because I've always loved how it's basically the books, basically the nerd and the athlete. And it's just so adorable. Yeah. It's basically the jock and the nerd, and it's just so, so adorable. So, enough of me reminiscing about that. And with this, not only does it talk about with Sandy and Maxwell's relationship, but also with Sandy learning more about, about her brother. And by, the, by that episode, they vowed to help Sandy find her twin brother, which the Elder Ham remarks that he knows where her twin brother is located. Which is where the episode ends, and I really love that it ends on a nice note. That they, that the Ham Hams are going to help find her twin brother, and that Maxwell and Sandy have their relationship against the Blossom. And it's probably one of my favorites because of that. Now, I, it's enough of me talking about a little about love for these Time to talk about number four. Coming in at number four is The Precious Letter. Now, this episode was a little bit of emotional for me because it did bring me home to something that did remind me of something that brought me back to my childhood. 
This episode focused on Laura deciding to visit their old home when she's excited to visit her childhood friend Melanie. She decides to call her and see how she is, but there is no answer. So Laura decides to write a letter to her. And once she writes a letter to her, she waits to hear from her and even tries to call her, but there's no reply. Hamtaro then speaks to the other Hamhams about this, and even mentions of how sad Laura has been over Melanie not replying back. Then, is decided that Boss and Jingle decide to leave to deliver the letter before Laura's family leaves. So, this whole episode basically is of Boss and Jingle going to deliver the letter, and we see this whole journey of these two going, at, going to deliver the letter. And I love how this is done. It basically shows of how these two opposites are going along with this journey. Boss is someone who's a little bit on the reckless side and does things a bit chaotically. Jingle, on the other hand, is a bit laid back and nonchalant. And he always has his guitar on him. And I've always liked Jingle as he's one of the characters, one of the ham-hams that I've always had a soft spot on. And how he handles things is just so calmly. And it wasn't until later on, Melanie finally comes back, finally returns, and she received the, the letter that was from, that was from Laura. And she tries to contact her, but there's no reply. Then she writes a letter to her. Then the letter is delivered, is delivered to her, which Boss then hands back to the Hamhams to give to Amtaro at the clubhouse. Amtaro then delivers the um, letter to letter to Laura, all thanks to the help of Brandy, and it's there that it was found out that Melanie was away on a ski trip with her family. And it was finally there that Melanie and Laura finally got to got to spend the weekend with one another there in their old and Laura's old old, old town. And things and things were happy. And one thing I really loved about the episode was basically how this whole thing was on a mixed roller coaster of, of emotions. Seeing how things were going to turn out with Laura and Melanie, that it was basically of how are they going to communicate with one another? Are they going to answer? Who's going to pick up? What's going to happen next? And it also brought me back to one of my old friends that I used to see when I was younger, before we moved, before we moved away. And how I promised that we would always write to each other no matter what. Or at least message to each other. It was really heartbreaking of having to move and saying goodbye to friends. And something like this always brought me back to stuff like that. But I really love how it ended on a, on a positive note that the Ham-Hams were able to pull through. And able to help out with Laura and Melanie being able to see each other. And I honestly love that. Now... Time to move on to number three. Coming in at number three is Maxwell's Big Scoop. Now, this episode, I really liked a lot because this basically shows a lot about Maxwell's character development. As he is another one of my favorite ham-hams in the series. 
Also, that being Hamtaro, Oxnard, and also there's Dexter as one of my favorite male Hamhams. Female Hamhams would be Sandy, Penelope, Pashmina, and Bijou. And there's also Barrette, too. Anyways, with Maxwell's Big Scoop, this basically focused on Maxwell creating a newspaper titled The Hamham Times, where the Hamhams basically focused cover different news stories that are happening around the neighborhood. For example, Maxwell, for example, Dexter, Howie, and Boss are focusing on sports. Bijou is handling beauty and jewelry, while for Pashmina and Penelope, they get to interf handle interviews. One of the interviews they did was one Stan, but it did not turn out well as Stan, as always, a big flirt. The stories they try to come up with, they basically do not come as something that captures Maxwell's eyes. However, Dexter basically asks Boss and, Ma and Max. Dexter asks Boss and Maxwell where Hamtaro and Oxnard are, as they are still out looking for scoops for their story. However, they haven't been they haven't been heard from since this morning. And it turns out that Hamtaro and Oxnar found a froze, found a lake that had frozen over, to which the other Hamhams have found as well. The other Hamhams are about to cross over, but just when when things are going well, Boss, being Boss, actually slips and falls, and his shovel causes the ice to break, and they start running towards an island on the lake. And they feared that they were about to freeze over. The Hamhams start to freak out over what they are going to do, and all of them begin to ask Maxwell what the next plan is going to be, as he's basically the smartest one of the Hamhams to come up with a solution. But seeing how overwhelmed he is that they basically have to rely on him for a solution, he, he snaps. This is something I have never seen from Maxwell's character when I was a little kid, and just seeing that, I couldn't help but, but laugh when I was small. And seeing him walking around them disappointed, I couldn't help but laugh at that either. But seeing how he was able to come up with with a rap to help the Amhams get out of from the lake, he then he then helps them see he then helps them from saving them from his from a drainage hole, helping the Hamhams climb over him to safety, but faints after doing so, and from this from saving them, this story itself became a featured story on the Hamham Times, as the rescue itself was basically the top story for this newspaper itself. And I really love how this whole character development basically shows a new side to Maxwell of despite him being someone who is one who is a book smart person he does show a very strong courageous side when when he's put up to the challenge and that really does show a lot when it comes to his character which is another reason why it's number three on my list now time to move on to number two Coming in at number two, we have Bijou's favorite ribbon, 
Now, this is another episode that I love because this itself was my absolute one of my absolute favorites because with Bijou being one of my favorite characters, well, basically my all-time favorite female Ham Ham of all time because with her being voiced by Chantal Strand, who is best also best known for voicing Cassie from the TV series Dragon Tales. For anybody who remembered the kids show from back on PBS Kids. But back to my point, for those who remember this episode, the series begin the episode begins at the Hammond Clubhouse, where the Ham has decided to play a game called Blind Man's Bluff. And Bishu, while napping, Cappy decides to take one of her favorite ribbons for Hamtaro to use as a blindfold. And yeah, you can already see where it goes from there. She's furious about this and confronts Hamtaro about it and puts the game to an end. And even though Hamtaro says he's sorry, she is very upset with him and didn't realize that the ribbon he was playing with belonged to her. And she cries and, and closes herself in, in the clubhouse, refusing to forgive him for what he did. Basically, she they used one of her favorite ribbons without her acknowledgement, one and two, this is something that she loves. And this alone th is something that is just unforgivable. The ham has believe that it's best to leave her alone. But Stan tries to invite her to Acorn Mountain. And even though this is something this that he tries to offer, basically she just says no. And everyone else leaves, but Snoozer hears Bijou crying and and tries to comfort her, and tells Hamtaro, and tells says that Hamtaro is playful but forgetful, and is kind and never mean and is never mean or selfish, and encourages Bijou to forgive him. The Hamhams are at the Acorn Mountain and are collecting acorns while having lunch. While at the same time, Hamtaro tries to collect lots of nuts for lots of nuts for Bishu to make her smile again. Which is another thing I really love about this episode. This is kind of an episode that focuses more on the idea for the relationship between Bijou and Hamtaro. But with this, Boss kind of sees this as like a competition of a romantic gesture, but Hamtaro is just doing this out of trying to cheer, cheer Bijou up out of what he just did. But after what a snoozer said to Bijou, she decides to go where Hamhams are to find Hamtaro and forgive him. But she discovers Hamtaro hurt his foot when picking acorns for her and, com and comforts him, taking off her favorite ribbon to wrap his brain. And even though he was a little bit worried about using her favorite ribbon, she didn't seem to care as she wanted to use it to help him. But what another thing that is really interesting about this is I love how this shows like a whole dynamic between the two. And with Hamtaro and Bijou being another a parent that I've always loved, I really love how this was played out. And honestly, I'm hoping that this is something that I wish I could see more of if I were to see a continuation of the series. But seeing that it's already ended years back, eh, one could dream. But 
now that we've covered all four of my top four, time to talk about my all-time number one favorite episode of Hamtaro. And finally, number one. Farewell, Bijou. Yeah, this episode is number one. And the reason why it's number one is because of how emotional this episode was for me when I was little. And when this episode came out, I was only eight years old, and this episode actually made me cry. And for really good reason, too. As I mentioned before for the number two, Bijou is my all-time favorite character in Hamtaro, and this episode speaks high volume. This episode focused on Bijou where her parent where her owner Maria, her parents decided to go back to France so she could study piano. And Bijou had to say goodbye to her friend to her Hampam friends and finds it hard to tell them and when she but when she finally tells them that she has to say goodbye all of the hamhams are in complete shock and the one who feels the most heartbroken by this is mostly boss that he's and he's so heartbroken by this he completely stops eating and goes to bed uh yeah who knew that heartbreak can be so much that it causes someone to stop eating? But seriously, I just don't see someone like him being with her. Anyways. As more and more of this day comes by, they decide to to have a to have a goodbye party for Bijou. But even when they try to set up the party for Bijou, Everybody is too sad to celebrate, and I still remember when that episode came out, I was too sad to even wanting to be to celebrate it too with the other ham-hams. But they give her a present, and in return, she gives them farewell ribbons, and leaves the party without saying, without even saying goodbye. And by the next day, they find their presents have returned. And because Maria told her parents how much she loved it in Japan. And it was decided that, surprisingly enough, her that she isn't moving back to France after all. And in the turnist of turn of events, Bijou is staying where she is, and everyone, including Boss, is happy. That, that Bijou is staying where she is, where she rightfully belongs. And honestly, when that actually happened, I couldn't help but to cry tears of joy that one of my favorite characters, who I thought was going to be leaving the cast of the Ham Hams, would be staying for the remainder of the series, and it's going to be staying with the Ham Hams for all time. I just couldn't help but to cry. 
and not to mention the the thought of of losing a friend who has to move away to another another country it's just heartbreaking and even something like this you can feel the emotion of the other ham hams of how sad it is to lose a friend that they're going to be moving away but to see by the end that she is not moving away after all it's just so elating and so brimming with happiness that I couldn't help but to cry over this with tears of joy. Which is why Farewell Bijou is my number one favorite episode from Hamtaro. Not only is it just sad from the be from the beginning, but by the end it comes to a happy conclusion. And those were my top five favorite Hamtaro episodes. If you have any episodes from Hamtaro that were your favorite, let me know in a questionnaire that I'll post on Spotify at the end of the episode. And let me know what were your favorites. I'll also post a poll at the end of the episode and let me know if any of you have seen Hamtaro in the past as well. For those of you who have stuck around towards the entire of the episode, thank you so much for listening. And as always, whether you believe in the term nerd or not, Keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you for stopping by. I'll see you next time for a brand new episode. Later.